0: Two recruiters, one mic. A podcast brought to you by Talent United, where we talk about business, people, and the business of people. That's Dion Ha. And that is Gary Banks. This is the radio. All right, we're back with another one of our Talent Bites uh, as part of the Two Recruiters, One Mic podcast. Uh, for those who haven't listened before, a Talent Bite is really a shortened down version of our podcast. Quick five to 10 minute uh, Q&A on a specific question that either gets sent to us directly or, or sent via the uh, the Two Recruiters, One Mic uh, podcast website. And we've been asked by somebody, should we uh, should we pay to have a professional do our resume? Gary. Oh, thank you. Just to throw you under uh, yeah,
1: the no, Hello. no, no, no. No, the, look, the answer with all of these is uh, depends. So I, for years, I think I've been a, an advocate of people doing their own own resume. Yep. Uh, the your, the flavour comes in, it comes out in your voice. It says what you want to say. That, that's all good and well if you know how to use your voice and you know how to say what you want to say. Yep. So I, I think it's more of a... Take a stock as to really yeah if, if writing isn 't your thing, then yep. get somebody else yep. to do it uh, if writing is, if you 're a marketing communications person, uh, perhaps you should have written your own own resume if, yep. if, for everybody and um, public relations all that sort of stuff you know, professional writers uh, for everybody else, there could be an argument that maybe someone else uh, could do it better
0: yeah I think the answer for me the answers is are definite yes if if, if it 's not in your skill set and not having a great resume is going to cost you a job that has nothing to do with writing resumes, you absolutely should uh, consider having a professional do it. Um, You know, there there are so many jobs that just have nothing to do with putting a Word document together that I'm sure people are missing out on these jobs because they have a crack at doing their own resume and it just, because it's not in their skill set, it just doesn't do the job. It's just an inappropriate, ineffective document. And they don't get that job that they could probably absolutely smash out of the park. They just don't know how to put a resume together. It's ludicrous. Yeah,
1: and and if you're in a place where there's a a lot of people applying for roles and the the talent acquisition or internal recruitment person at the end of receiving all these resumes has to knock people out, sometimes they pick up, well, that resume's a bit rubbish, they're out. Yeah, you know, and so it, it, it can cost you. Uh, the, the end of the day, you, you need to think that the resume, in most cases, unless it, unless it's a you're going for a temp role, but the resume is not going to get you the role. Yeah, it's it, just it, to get you a seat at the it's table. It's a seat for a at chat. the table. But it, it, and and that so that that's the second part of the process. But if you don't even get there because you've got an ineffective resume, well, you have got a problem.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's an argument, and there's a lot of there's a lot of discussion on LinkedIn about whether resumes even have a place in the job application process anymore. And, and arguably, if you're, if you're going to be an excavator operator, do you need a resume? I mean, it, it's, to me, it's almost such an irrelevant piece of information that, you know, if you... And, and, and if you might, you might be someone who has... Um, you might have suffered from some sort of learning challenge. You might be dyslexic. You might, there might be something, you know, where you're almost physically incapable of putting a really great document together, but you would be amazing at another job. Do you even need a resume at all? And, and should we be changing... Not we, because we don't recruit a lot of these roles. But you know, should some industries, some sectors, be changing the way they hire to take out resumes altogether if they're not? Yeah, uh, you know, if they're not really
1: needed. Well, you look at the, the either end of the spectrum. If you're talking about you know forklift operators and they need to have certain tickets, well, yep. all you need to have is just uh, to to identify that you've got that ticket. You don't need to go and say that, you know, my first role I learnt a lot out of this. Yeah, I worked in a bar and I love
0: card games walking on the beach.
1: Conversely, if you're looking at really senior exec roles, sometimes there's no cv involved at all yeah it's, it's a linkedin profile and then it's notes from a, an interview that's been been done by a, a professional recruiter so you know the, the, either ends of the spectrum they're not necessarily the case but the, the, for the vast majority if you look at a bell curve the vast majority are going to sit in the middle yeah. where a resume is needed and it needs to to hit the right notes
0: Yeah. I think, I'll tell you what, the more we talk about this, the more I think we're we're, we're going to have to circle back to a full episode on this because, um, you know, there's a lot around, I was just about to ask you, I was about to put you on a question without notice again uh, about how do you tell if you're going to engage somebody to write a resume, just like how do you tell who's a good recruiter? How do you tell who's a good resume writer? How do you tell who's going to be uh, able to put together a, a, a resume that's going to, you know, have the outcome that you're looking for. But I'm not going to ask you that question. I know someone, well, we know someone who has got years and years and years of... Putting really really good resumes together, um, I reckon we get. I won't say who he is just in case he does. He says no to coming on, um, but I reckon we get him on board. Uh, we get him in for a full episode, and, and he can run us through. You know when you might want to use a resume writer, maybe when you shouldn't. How do you tell who's a good one? How do you tell who's not a good one? How much you should pay? I mean, we were just talking before we started recording about someone who paid fifteen hundred dollars for a resume. Um, you know, you can get them as cheap as fifty bucks. Uh, it's it's a whole you know it's a whole unregulated thing so how do you yeah. know you're going to get good value for money well, how are you going
1: to that's it if you look at what you spend if you know the, the increase in salary you get from the you think covers what the, true, the, the spend course, is going true. to be, then you, ultimately it hasn't cost you anything. True, but
0: there's no guarantee it's going to even get you a job. You that, might just pay two or 300 bucks for a document that isn't any better than something you could put yeah, together yeah. yourself. And, so, and
1: look, the, the Microsoft and all that type of thing. have got, you know, resume templates. Yeah, that's right. So I, I think with, with any of these things, you probably maybe have a crack at it yourself, see how you go. And if you're feeling anxious, and you feel, look, I had one just last week. I had to put together a, a proposal, uh, and it had to include your uh, resume. My resume, yeah. of which I haven't written one for 23 years. Wasn't so much in there, was there? It was very little in there, so yeah, uh, you know, it was a, a case of putting it together. And I'll tell you, it was hard. Like yeah, even though yeah. I see more resumes than probably just about anyone out there. Yeah, yeah. It was very difficult to um to to get that information down. So. Yeah, if I was thinking, well, that 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 really in it forces the fact that maybe there's someone else out yeah. that can do this
0: better. Yeah, and I think you, you raise a good point. Ha, have a crack yourself, um, and if and, and if you want to leverage, you know, those um, like uh, like you say, Microsoft Word have the templates. I think Canva have templates now as well. Um, and if you're not great at doing it, you probably know someone who. Is going to be a lot better at putting a word document together than you do. If you're, you know, maybe part of the older generation, you haven't grown up on computers, and the idea of getting on and creating a document, you know, might scare the living daylights out of you. Maybe talk to one of your kids or your niece or your nephew or you know someone's son or daughter. They're probably a lot more adept at doing it than you. Get them to have a crack at it with your help and see how you go. But I reckon we try and uh, we try and get our, our good mate on the show. And he can talk us through resumes, uh, I reckon. But uh, that, in, in short, should you pay someone to, to do a, a resume for you? Yes, if you're not going to be very good at doing it, but just be mindful of who you pay, how much you pay. And uh, of course, keep listening to uh, our Two Recruiters One might podcast and we'll, uh, we'll have a, a full-blown episode. We might even try to get it for our next episode uh, or certainly one in the next two or three, and we'll uh, we'll expand out on the topic of whether you should uh, whether you should pay someone or not. So if you have any other questions, if you have a particular topic that you want us to address, jump on uh, www.2recruiters1mic.com, post your question, and uh, we'll either address it as as a telebyte or as a full blown episode. Cheers for listening. Thanks for listening please rate review and subscribe so we can reach more people and don't forget if you want to submit a question for our talent bite section you can do so on our website two recruiters one see you next time